Hi, this is Joe's Corner 76. I'll be commenting on the human condition. In order to change the human condition, we need to be engaged. It seems to me that a lot of people aren't voting. I was in a bar the other day and I was talking to three fellas. I said, did you vote? No. Did you vote? No. Did you vote? No. I said, why not? Well, my vote doesn't count. It's not going to make any difference. I said, did you know that a lot of writings are won or lost by less than a hundred votes? So your vote does count. You can make a difference. Voting's a privilege. I urge you to exercise it. You get the kind of country you vote for or don't vote for. It seems to me freedom of expression is under attack everywhere. If you don't follow the politically correct line, you're labeled, you're a racist, you're this, you're that. And it seems to me that the universities, especially, are so cowardly in refusing to let conservative speakers on have a forum or other types of political people that don't have politically correct ideas, you would have thought that the university would have been the bastion of freedom of expression that would allow students to hear the pros and cons and make up their own minds. Perhaps if these universities can't do that, we shouldn't fund them as much. It seems to me today every politically correct group's got a label for you if you don't agree with their current views. You're mis misogynistic, you're homophobic, you're racist. They also want you to use their terminology. They want you to call certain groups this or that. Let me tell you, I absolutely refuse to call somebody something because they tell me to. Now, if someone asks me to, I'll be more than happy to. But let's stop this labeling of people who have honestly different opinions. It seems to me that a lot of people forget that racism in Canada is not on the same level as the United States. We are not the US. Yes, there is racism. Yes, it should be condemned. Yes, hate crimes should be charged. But if you're going to talk about racism, please mention the racism that's purported to put forward for the Indigenous people of Canada. They've been promised housing, medical help, clean water by a host of governments, right up to and including Trudeau. None have met their promise. So please, when you talk about racism, remember our Indigenous people. It seems to me that the anti-vaccine people are out more than ever. They're claiming that vaccines aren't necessary. They don't seem to have any scientific evidence for this, any statistical evidence. All they've got 
is anecdotal comments that don't prove anything. Because people are not getting vaccinated now, we've had a recurrence of mumps, measles, whooping cough, diphtheria, tuberculosis, and you usually think these are in third world countries. No, they're occurring here in North America. Please, get your children vaccinated. It could save their lives. And in this pandemic, vaccines are going to be more important than any other time. We need to have at least 80% of the people vaccinated in order to create a herd immunity that's going to stop COVID-19. Not wearing masks. It seems to me that the opinion, you're infringing on my liberty if you wear a mask, doesn't hold water. Because have they ever thought about my right to life? Have they ever thought that I can survive with other people wearing a mask? I have a better chance of not getting COVID? For the love of God, get real, wear masks. It seems to me that the press is biased. Every day on Canadian, CBC, Star, etc., I hear Trump, 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 Trump. What this seems to, and Trudeau gets a pass on all of his scandals, what this seems to be implying is the Conservatives are racist, white supremacists, etc. Come on. We need to start and have a balanced point of view in Canada. Both the Conservative, the Liberal, and anywhere in between. Climate change. We constantly hear about climate change, but every government that we've ever had from Jean Chrétien right through to now has not met the goals that they set for climate control. And it's not going to work without a plan. They, the governments have never had a plan. They, Trudeau doesn't have a plan now. He thinks a carbon tax is maybe going to do it. But a carbon tax is not going to change climate, the climate at all. It's been enforced in BC for 10 years and pollution's gone up. So let's look for a plan that's going to work. Let's look at things that are going to be changed more more efficient cars, better transportation systems, etc. We're going to have to live with what we have at this point. Now, one of the most positive things that can control climate and carbon output is nuclear power and natural gas. In Ontario, these two were put into place and reduced pollution by 22%. So, think about it. Green energy. Everybody talks about green energy, but no one's come up with a consistent, clear, renewable, clean energy that can work. It's coming, but it's not here now. So, in the meantime, we 
need to use what we have. And what that means is fossil fuels. Fossil fuels, if you look at any of the statistics, are here to stay till 2040 and maybe beyond. They power our industries, they power our transportation. They've been crucial in this pandemic in keeping us alive, food transportation, PPE equipment, etc. What we need to do is remember that Canada has one of the best, cleanest oil productions in the country. The oil energy sector does want to go green and they are working on permanent renewable energy. But until such time as it comes, we're stuck with fossil fuels. Pipelines. We need to look at Canada. Canada has 170 billion barrels of oil in the ground and unlimited natural gas. We need to build pipelines to ship this to the world. They still are going to want it. Canada needs it for its economy. And also, when you look at countries like China, India, United States, Germany, and others, they use coal to produce the majority of their energy. If we could ship them natural gas, which burns at half the rate and produces half the carbon of coal, it would help. Pipelines would jumpstart the economy. It would provide thousands of jobs, would provide great livelihoods for many indigenous people. It's about time, Trudeau, you started to approve them and build them. Don't be a fool. Immigration. Trudeau has a plan of bringing 351,000 people in per year for the next three years. It seems to me he's not listening to the will and wants of the Canadian people. 87% of Conservatives want immigration slowed, and so do 67% of Liberals. They're not saying stop immigration forever. What they want to do is slow it down look at the economy, get Canadians who are unemployed because of the pandemic back to work, and also to immigrate successfully many of the immigrants that have come over. Once this is done, the immigration system will be better equipped to handle new immigrants. The truth about COVID-19. It seems to me that there's so many statistics back and forth we don't know who's what. We don't know how, if we've got the truth and how it's been handled. We do know that the federal government mishandles some of it. But when we look at most of the shutdowns and slowdowns, we don't really know or we haven't been told what really could or could not be done. Statistics don't appear to be coming from the same source. Our economy needs to be opened but we also need to be safe. There's a way to do both. Our governments have to get up and start looking at accurate data and only punishing those areas where they are producing increased COVID.
Canada has an identity. It seems to me that we shouldn't buy Trudeau's Canada doesn't have a national identity. We have a history. We have a real struggle to build a country from nothing to something. There have been good points, there have been bad points. And we need not to rewrite our history, not to pull down statues, but to say, here's what was right about Canada, here's what was wrong about Canada, and acknowledge, but not try and rewrite history. We need to teach our children, here's the history we have, here's what happened, here's how we arrived at where we are, here's the good, the bad, and the ugly. But also to tell them, Canada is a shining example to the world of tolerance, fairness, freedom of speech, change a government by vote, not by force. It's a country that most people want to come to live in when they immigrate. It seems to me that there are a lot of other things you should be thinking about. I'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joe's Corner 76. You can listen to me on Anchor FM, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and see me on YouTube at Joe's Corner 76.